don't like wet. Uh, this is probably going to be pretty filthy if you're hiding a small child behind you and you're cool with them hearing a lot of curse words and probably some jokes about fingers up buttholes, then great. <laughs> but we don't want children running crying from the room. We're using the word probably a lot. That wasn't. Not true. <laughs> no, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. We'll be definitely. Fingers yeah. up buttholes. That's our style. Fingers up buttholes for life. The podcast. The a podcast. Woman. A little secret. All right. It's a lady's secret. It's a lady's secret. Woman's secret. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Are we just doing it? Hold on. Let me get my. Let me check my face. All right, but all. Okay. I'm regretting. This is our bit. We're this messy. This is good. Are we ready? Are we ready? Yes. Here we go. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Podlander Drunkcast, an Outlander podcast, where we always start with opening some cans. I am. <laughs> I am the moderator, Amelia Bazell, although we all know that these people cannot be tamed. But for these people who cannot be tamed or moderated in any way, let me tell you, closest to me, we have Julie Starbird. Hello. Now, we have Allison Shoemaker. Hi. And then we have Janine on the end. And Janine is dressed as Santa Claus. It's fucking festive. So tonight you're going to hear uh, some live fanfic about Outlander. Um, and it's going to be a wild ride. It's never, it's never been a sane or linear ride, and we wouldn't have it any other way, quite frankly. But there's a bit, a bit of business up top before all the fingers and the buttholes meet. Um, who, oh, first of all, who here has heard our podcast before? Yes. Thank you, bro. Oh, bro. oh, my gosh. Oh my God. Okay. Hey, students. Bro. And also, thank you, all of you who are You need here. to spread thank out you. 7 p.m. and have no idea what's about to no, happen. So exciting. I'm you so need to nervous. spread out amongst the classroom. Oh, my God. I'm so honored. Oh, 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 thank you. That's really great. Yo. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh. Remember so what you said about swears? New friends, I am here to help you. <laughs> um, for so many reasons. There is so much inside, like linguistic inside baseball going on that unless someone is out here listening for it, they're just gonna run with it. So for instance, if they bring up coin face, I may say, whoa, hold up, hold up. Who's coin face? Lord John Gray. Duh. Why? He's got a perfect profile. He's got the right profile. And that's why he's called coin face, etc. I am here to help translate what is happening up here for you. Finally, we have one more piece of business. Who believes they have traveled the farthest to be here today? It's okay if you've worried you, like you look conceited. We're all friends no, here. Let's see, is anybody from not from Chicago? Okay, so a lot of you. Uh, is anybody not from Illinois? Great. Okay. Is anybody not from the Midwest? All right, right. everybody's from the Midwest. Okay. okay. Uh, I don't know. Who drove more than four hours to get here? Okay. Ooh, Ooh, it's the neck and neck between these two groups. Ooh. All right, you know what? Why don't we just do the between groups? groups? Okay. Yeah. You have a responsibility should you choose to accept it. It's very simple, and it mostly just involves making us sweat. Mm -hmm. Yes, Tell okay. Okay, our nearest group, uh, your phrase is going to be, yes, we pray. And when, at any point during this uh, story, you are allowed to shout it out. And as a result, uh, we'll switch to doing the fanfic uh, one word at a time. Down the, Down the row. Now, does tulip card mean the same thing or does it mean something else? It's a charge. Yes, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Okay, also, other group. Tulip card! Same thing happens, but tulip card is yours. 
uh, please uh, make us feel weird. I don't know I'll, say, I'll run the timer. It'll happen for one minute, and then we'll continue on with our lives. Any other business? <laughs> okay. To Lacard! At any the... point in the show where you want to fuck with us, you yell to once. Just the once. Yeah, if you do it more than once, once, I'm never going to speak to you again, person. You're out of here. You're killing no. me. Sorry, what? One of the group. As a group. Decide together. We're you already know, nervous. <laughs> and that means that we have to stop whatever we are doing and switch to saying, like, there was a boob <laughs> on my street. Like yes. that. Uh, yeah. One minute, and I'll time. For a yeah. whole minute. For a whole minute. And I'll tell you what, it's it feels good. like 10. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. It's not good. All right. Any other business? I think that's it. All right. All right. Story time, folks. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Should I still, should I interrupt us at some point to do the opening nonsense? No, Amelia did it. Yeah. We are very committed to us. The bit. <laughs> the bit. All right. How do we begin? How do we do this? What now? <laughs> Is it a last time on Outlander situation yes. where we each Previously have... on Outlander. Previously. You start. On Outlander. Previously on Outlander. Jamie was riding through the woods on his horse uh, and looking for uh, signs of deer. <laughs> okay. That was complicated. Question. Can yeah. I qu have a question? Please. Deer or a deer? Uh, or the deer? The deer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. The deer. All, All right. right. So that's one, that's one plot thread. You next. My, my plot thread, I think this time is going to have to do with, I want it to be a lady. We go to Galus a lot. Obviously, there's Claire. I'm going to do a day in the life of hot piss lady. Hot piss lady? Yeah, I'm going hot piss lady. And as a reminder, hot piss lady is from season one? Yes. Please. Uh, by that, we mean hot piss, Claire. When they're doing the, oh, I am singing a song about the pee wall. that's on my hands. I am gonna so. sing the song while I am walking the wall. <laughs> Beautiful day in the morning. <laughs> exactly. So my story is going to have to do with her. And Kay. let's see. So my title card is her, Hot Kay. Piss Lady. I guess I should come up with a name, right? What's a good, like, Gaelic name? Shibon. Sure. In fact, Shabone is perfect because Bone is going to come into this. Bone's going to be there. Right. Bone is yeah. going to be there, whether it's in her name or inside her, to be determined. Uh, and mine is, um, uh, Wee Ian looks Ooh. at Fergus with his big, innocent, pre-Mohawk eyes, and he says, Oh, but tell me more of this story of yours. I forget what he actually says. And then Fergus goes, mm, Two girls, one more. Oh my god. So we're getting a Fergus test? I don't know. Ooh, all right. Well, I don't know. I okay. said previously on Outlander. Previously on Outlander. So those are our three plot threads. All right. So now it's time for the opening credits. And then mm -hmm. you're going to do the title card because it's your special favorite. Okay. Okay. Uh, does anyone want to sing this stupid song with us? Yes, thank okay. you! Okay. <laughs> I don't know any of the words. Sing me a song of a lass that is strong. Sing that lass behind. Bury a soldier sail on a name over the sea to sky. Billows and breeze, something and knees, that's a tempest and sun. <laughs> 
okay, okay. We're done. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's heavy work. Mrs. Graham and her dick rock dancers have taken a bow. And now the title card <laughs> is Hot Piss Lady, Shabone. Shabone. Looking behind her through her window, and then one hand coming up her hand to push aside a curtain where there is tacks on a wall with pieces of gravel <laughs> tied in between them all, kind of like what's her name in Homeland? Or what's his name in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? <laughs> she has a murder board? It's not just a murder board, it's more like a plot board. This like the, the she saw something and she Chabon? has to bring it together. And it's all on it's Chabon. Like, like the It's Always Sunny meme? Yes, that's what I'm talking Great. about. Okay. It's her looking at her yarn that she made out of the wool she walked. Oh, great. Come Another on. time traveler. Hold on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what is the title? The title is Shabon That Thread. <laughs> we fade up. Sweet. From the title card. Crossfade. It's a crossfade. That's a crossfade. That's a crossfade. We crossfade from the title card to the wilds of Scotland. There are sheep and deer, multiple deer, not the deer, multiple. not the crane's deer, he's elsewhere. Yeah. Deer and heather and um, rolling hills and wee lasses mm -hmm. in Scotland. So we're in Scotland. Mm -hmm. uh, we see on the horizon uh, a small figure coming over a hill and he appears to be walking with something of a limb. Mm. Almost as though he has one leg that's a leg and one leg that's a, that's a piece of wood. <laughs> that's inside baseball right Sorry. there. <laughs> There's a, it's, it's Ian, it's big Ian. We see him walking through Scotland um, and he is going to... The woods. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. the woods. Just the woods of he's, Scotland. Well, Just the but he's going, here's the thing, he's going into the woods. To find the girl to go to, to the festival. And yeah. Something about beans. This is something finding beans in mm -hmm. the woods. To sell the cow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A loaf of bread. And give it to the giant or some shit. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it, it's really Glasgow. Oh, what? What? <laughs> so are you yeah, calling it? City? When you say the woods, are you referring to the concrete jungle? Yeah. This is okay. a foreign place for Ian. Wait, are you saying he traveled in time? Huh? He traveled in time? He's, this is the very old Glasgow. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay. That, yes. There's Just a commute. So he comes over a hill and walks into Glasgow, and what does he do? I don't know, Julie, what does he do? He goes into a fucking pub, duh. Okay, all right. Uh, the door swings open. Ian enters the pub, and he looks around kind of nervously. He's obviously looking to, to find someone, to talk to someone, but he's just not sure who, who it is. He's never met this woman, so he's trying to figure out. She said she was going to be wearing a red carnation. So he looks around, and he sees a woman with surprisingly well-exfoliated hands <laughs> sitting at a table with a red carnation, and she beckons kind of discreetly. Over here. Oh, sorry. Over here. Over here. He takes a seat and he looks at her a little a wee bit, a wee bit. 
suspiciously. And he says, a European shibboleth then. <laughs> really well exfoliated hands, huh? <laughs> Yeah, from, all that, from all that ureic acid, huh? <laughs> Walking all that wool. Yeah. Okay. So. You'll, you'll be Shibon then. That'll be me. You'll be daddy. <laughs> or is that your code name? Pardon me, lass. You'll be calling me Mr. Fraser. <gasps> well, sir. know what you think you are about with this mystery that you're solving with the help of your friends and your magical van and your talking toys. <laughs> but there is no mystery here. My sister-in-law is not a wench. My brother-in-law is also not a wench. <laughs> and my wife is the finest piece of ass inside of Glasgow. And also the other side of Glasgow, because we are in Glasgow. So, I understand you want to ask me some questions. Ask your questions, last, and then I'll be on my way home. And it took me a long time to walk here. On account of the leg? No, on account of the fact that it's 400 miles long. But that just means he will walk 400 miles. And he would walk 400, 400 more. more. He would. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone in this audience. No, I think that was great. Uh, so, Chibu, what is it you're wanting to ask me, lass? Well, I'm glad we finally got around to talking about it. And she pulls out an enormous briefcase. <laughs> and she opens the locks, pulls back the lid, and then inside she has a trove of documents. And she pulls them out and starts shuffling through them. Is this briefcase from the future? Yes. Oh. Yes, it's so, like 1980s Gordon Gecko style. So then I would, uh, I think Ian would then look at that and go, what? What the fuck is what, that thing? What? Yes, he Fine. did. Par pardon me, lass. Where did you get this newfangled box with a handle? <laughs> Brooks Brothers. Uh, I don't know either of the Brookses that well. <laughs> but I do not think that they make boxes with handles and wee turny thingies with numbers on them. Would you like a closer look? And he slides the briefcase over and he, and he looks in it. Uh, and he says, wow, this, this painting is uh, very detailed and shiny. <laughs> and why does it say Kodak on the back? <laughs> Mr. Daddy. Sorry, Mr. Fraser. Only my wife and children call me daddy, and also these American bitches. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say if I told So now I'm the fucking Count Saint Germain. That's okay. What would you say if I told you that this painting, as you say, was taken by a machine box, not painted by a human? A, ma a machine box? Is this box a machine? No, it didn't come from the, you know what, never mind. <laughs> What year is it right now, Mr. Fraser? It is 17 blues Sweet, it feels really good in 17 blues la 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 la, but I'm coming to you from 1995, and here are the things that I have learned about Claire Fraser. Are you a wench? No, well. <laughs> 
I mean, I was wondering how it is that you got your hands to be so soft and smooth. <laughs> Do you really want that secret? Because once you know it, you can never go back. Oh, now you're Irish. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all over the place. Well, once you go to a walk and you never <laughs> go, go back. back. Yes, they are very smooth. I haven't had a chance to walk my wool in quite a while. I'm glad to be back in Scotland. But you see, I'm a traveler. And you know who else is? Claire Fraser. Your wife! Um, mm -hmm. Well, I don't know about that. Because, you see, when she disappeared, she really just went over to Paris and then for some reason never came back or told us that she had a daughter. Mm. Uh, she just was there and stuff. And then she came back. Exhibit A, a photo of Claire Fraser in 1967 looking very fetching in some amazing eye makeup and a wonderful car jacket. Slides across the table. I have another question about the tiny human in the box that paints the, the pictures. Uh, you know what? I think that's better left unsaid. Okay. Um, I, I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> An anachronism. I... Exhibit B. A photo of Claire Fraser in 1953, pregnant. But look at that maternity dress. Does that look like anything anyone in Scotland wears? I mean, it does look a great deal like a chef. Yes, I'm right, I'm right. What could I say to convince you that Claire Fraser is a witch? Uh, nothing. I, I, took, I tried to burn her once and it didn't work out. No, I didn't. Why did I say that? He would never. Hold on. Uh, nothing. I trust Claire, even though she was inexplicably gone for a really long time. I trust her with my life and with my children's life, which is why my young Ian is currently in the United you know, in the colonies, in the American colonies, running around in the woods on a mountain with her. Then Siobhan takes one look at Ian and realizes she's not going to get what she needs from him. She reaches across the table and pulls the Gordon Gecko <laughs> briefcase back to her, slams it shut, click, click, locks it, stands up and says, Good day, Mr. Fraser. Begging your pardon, mistress. Sh oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get your last name. Your surname. Nanya. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mistress Nanya. <laughs> I, I have to know why it is that you harbor this suspicion against my goodly sister Claire. Years and years and years of deep research. Good day, sir! <laughs> and he, he um, watches her go, he drinks the rest of his beer, and goes, well! And he stands up and slowly starts walking back to Lallybrock. Mm -hmm. Why didn't he ride a horse? That's a question for you, my friend. It's a question for the muse. <laughs> okay, and we cut to... Jamie, riding silently in the woods. In the woods. Uh, looking at the ground intently, looking upwards to the, to the sky, sniffing cardinally. Cardinally? Cardinally? Cardinal? Cardinal? What? Let's wait, <laughs> is he trying to sniff the direction or is he trying to sniff a smell? I don't know, but I think the gummy's hit. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> All right. So um, he looks around. He, he's looking at tracks. He, he does. He does this thing, maybe. 
sorry, it's an aural medium. I did the thi the creepy thing where you lick, lick your, your fingers, fingers. And, yeah, and then you hold your fingers in the air. That's to test the, where the wind's coming from, right? Oh, so, yeah, oh, I know where the wind's coming from. Right out of your ass. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, and then, he, and then he looks around and he goes, I think it went that way. He, uh, he uh, clicks with his tongue and the horse uh, moves. <laughs> <laughs> Works for everyone. Uh, yeah. And uh, as they begin to enter into a canter, uh, <laughs> uh, suddenly he hears uh, uh, branches snap to his right. Is it a man in a bear suit? No. No. What is it? Uh, it's a man in a deer suit. <laughs> oh, no! So he looks up and he sees the bloodshot eyes of an obviously crazed man who has decided that he needs to seek out vengeance upon those who rock the forest by bearing the skins of the animals they have slain on his own person and stalking the woods looking for hunters to hunt in return. The most, most, most dangerous. No, 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 I'm sorry. The most, most dangerous game. <laughs> hunted, are you the hunted or the hunter or the hunter of the hunted hunter? It was the hunter of the hunted. hunter. I'm sorry, it's, it blew my mind. Sorry. Uh, so the horse is startled. Understand uh, no shit, Sherlock. Rears and Jamie falls off, off the back of this horse. Uh, I beg your pardon. Hold on. He rolls out, stands to his feet. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll allow it. <laughs> rolls out. A beautiful dismount. Stands to his feet, pulls out the uh, mm? dirk? Duck. The dirk, uh, strapped to his leg. He, uh, he points the dirk straight, keeping a bent elbow, knowing that he might need the leverage. Uh, <laughs> as the dear man, as the dear man dearly passes forward, uh, Jamie thrusts forward. The deer man de jumps to the right, tries to ram Jamie with its antlers, and then Jamie did need the leverage and took, took him by the horns, bringing him to the ground. He took the deer man by the horns? Yes. Antlers? Same. <laughs> okay, so the, the man deer is on the ground. Uh, dead? Confused. Oh, so he hasn't used the duck. No. Okay. He, he looks at him, points the duck, almost picks his nose, gives him a, 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 a job of sorts. Uh, I don't know. Uh, um, and he says, who are you? Yes. And the man says, I'm just a dear man. Jamie realizes this I'm man. Just living my life. It's rough out here. You don't understand. For five seasons, I appeared regularly in the credits of a popular television show. And then one day, without warning, nothing. Not a word. Not a single. They didn't even send me an email. My agent quit answering my calls. It, it was all just gone. Mm -hmm. So then I, then I touched a circle of standing stones, <laughs> and I came out here, and suddenly I was a human. And I was, I was looking around, walking on my legs, wondering how people could make such beautiful things could be bad. <laughs> and then he said, we can't, 
can't, can't sing the song or I'll get sued by Disney. Um, <laughs> but but he, he wants to know why. Why were they so cruel? So he finds a, a deer carcass abandoned in the woods. And I picked up, I'm switching back to first person now, and I picked up the carcass and I draped it over my shoulders and I placed the antlers on my head and I knew in my heart it was my destiny to come out here and find the people kill deer and leave them for dead on the side of the road. Only it's my path because cars haven't been invented yet. <laughs> so instead, I wander, I wander looking for hunters who don't use the, all of their, all the parts of the deer. And who do I find but you, James Fraser? You, who appeared before me in the credits for five seasons and did you even learn my name? It's Bob, Jamie. <laughs> It's Bob! I, I, I didn't... I... I'm sorry. What good are your apologies now? I mean, that's all I have to offer you. A man's word and my apology. But Jamie could take him to the ridge and show him where every part of everything gets used because that's where Parsley lives. Um, <laughs> and then he does, takes him to the ridge, and then shows him the house. <laughs> and the dear man said, Wow, it smells good. What's in the stove? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie looked sheepishly off to one side. Uh, 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 um, oh, shoot. It's venison. It's venison. It's venison. It's venison. It's venison. It's venison. All right. Um, well, I'm not eating that. Uh, that's really insensitive. But I do appreciate that you're not wasting the flesh of my forebears. So I'm going to let it slide. But I just need to know, are there any fucking antlers on the wall in that needlessly large house with all those goddamn windows. And Jamie, once again, his tiny glasses on the end of his nose goes, um... Great, yes. great, okay. Um, do you at least also use the fat to make candles and soap? And all of a sudden, Bob turns his head dismissively at the end of that phrase, and in walks, what is Brianna's maid's name? Lizzie? Lizzie. Lizzie. Lizzie walks in Lizzie and they Lizzie. lock eyes. Bob and Lizzie lock eyes. <laughs> oh. And there is a shock throughout the room. Jamie like act actively jumps backward a little bit. Like he is even startled. A, a person who has experienced the truest of loves sees exactly what just happened in front of him in one instant. What's the name of the classical music that starts up when people are in love and they meet each other? And they slowly walk across the tiny kitchen towards each other. And Lizzie reaches her small, well exfoliated, slightly jaundiced because she always has malaria hand out and places it on his face and says, Commercial. <laughs> Commercial. Okay. We need a minute. Um, guys, that was a little rough at least. Yeah, that was. That was a rough. That was a rough Notes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you have notes? Do you have notes? I thought the deer man was inspired. Huh? I thought that You got notes? Bring it on. What's up? Let, tell us, please. Great! Uh, yes. You know what? That is very See, positive. See, I was looking for like constructive criticism, but that is a very detailed summary of what went on. And Thank also you, a, a kind of a glow up. It felt good. Yeah, it was that nice. felt good. That was nice. I'm well, I got a note. We need more boning. There needs to be more boning. Just like the show, always yes. there should be more boning. There should be more boning. Post season two. Also the books. Anybody who's finished the book, 
No one? I'm in a room. I'm at C2E2 in an Outlander panel. Oh, we got one. We got Yay! one. Yay! Yeah! Yeah! You and me, buddy. You and me. No one else in this room has read Good Tale of the Bees that I have gone. My copy has not shown up yet. Oh, okay. Well, There's supply chain issues. Damage, and that's a thick book. It is a yeah. thick book. It's heavy. All right. I have a note. Yes. Yes. Oh. Murray! You know what? That's he was enough. trying to protect his own identity because he had something to hide from Shabon, and we'll probably get retcon, it. Retcon. Retcon. Yes, that is a retcon. <laughs> um, please go to IMDb. No, that is a continuity error. Um, I appreciate it. Okay. We're about halfway through, and we still have two wild cards floating in the audience. Right, right. Great. Don't right. forget. So we're back on commercial. Fuck with us. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's night. On the bench. The house, the hoose. The house, the hoose is. The, all the windows are ablaze with light. So many fucking candles. Lit by the candles of many, many dozens of dead deer. Bob, one tear. While out in the stable, we hear hushed voices murmuring to each other. The camera moves in slowly. Too slowly, because Matthew B. Roberts never met an excess he didn't love. Moves in very slowly. Goes around the corner. And Lizzie and Bob are just staring at each other. Like in a stall? Yes. Like down amongst the hay? On their knees, face to face? Like having a full <laughs> 80s teen movie yes. moment? Yeah. And there's a fog machine somewhere. Nice! Great. And, and, and Lizzie says, I never thought to see... <clears throat> Excuse me. I never thought to see you again. Bob, where did you come from? And Bob, and Bob says, The future? Oh, oh I... There's a lot of that going around the ridge. <laughs> this doesn't feel very unique anymore. I didn't care how it is that I know your face, but I know your face. As if it were my own, only slightly less jaundiced. <laughs> this uh, and then my face previously was that of a deer. I shall kiss thy face. And they lean together and they smooch. And Lizzie turns into a fucking deer. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that a, that's what? a very respectful mic drop. That's a respectful mic drop. <laughs> yeah. uh, we cut two. Outside. Oh, that's canon now. Of the show. Yeah. Oh, Lizzie <laughs> is a deer woman. I, I don't know if you're aware of this, Janine. Yeah. But but there was a, in the show a dog that cured cancer. <laughs> Lizzie can turn into a deer. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. isn't it? I don't know. Forget the time travel. There, there was a dog that cured cancer, and there was a goiter. That was so big it could not be contained by a neckerchief. Legit? <laughs> yes, you are Gordon Jordy. It's not even noon. <laughs> just checking. He doesn't remember. It's fine. I don't remember. Um, don't worry, it's just the most important scene in the show. Oh, wait, I remember the dog now. The dog? The dog who cured cancer. Oh, yeah, Mouton. Um, I remember that part now. Yeah, all kinds of illnesses. Anyway. I'll get there. So we're outside the shed again, and we hear Bob quietly crying while Lizzie quietly eats hay. Yes. <laughs> it feels like... a cruel twist of fate. They're in a real... 
Princess and the Frog situation. Mm-hmm. And by that's that, that's not what's going on outside. Outside is one Fergus Fraser, <gasps> and he's he's wondering what it is that he just witnessed through the window because the shed also has windows. <laughs> they had extra, <laughs> so he's peering in through the window and wondering why it is that strange things always seem to happen on the ridge. I'm sorry, the edge. And he thinks to himself, I need to know more about the world. <gasps> That's right. Oh. And when one needs to know more about the world, Allison, where does one go? The library. <laughs> That's correct. Welcome to Fergus Fraser Gets a Library Card. Yay! This is the only thing I planned. All I wanted to do was find a way to have Fergus get a library card. So is it a montage of him finding a library somewhere in colonial America? And just throwing himself in? Yes. And it's the kick and punch music. Sweet. <laughs> and it's just him like, is he like a lick the finger and turn the pages guy? Or is he well, like a slow peruser? No, I'm sorry. So Does he have the little reading glasses? Julie, you're not thinking this through. OK, please. He holds the book with one hand. Of course he and does. And he licks the top of his hook. <laughs> and it sticks to the paper. And he pulls it over. Very gently. He's had a lot of practice. So we get a montage, supercut, of Fergus reading all kinds of books. He's reading about uh, theories about time travel. He reads the Bible. He thought it was overrated. He, um, he starts reading about physics. And he starts reading about, I don't know, Nostradamus. And he starts reading about all kinds of crazy shit. And he looks up and he says, Zutano. I understand, I must be to play. And then he takes his library card, which is, uh, it's, a, it's a little square of wood. <laughs> and somebody has wood burned Fergus <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> and then there's a little barcode, so it's like, And he gets back on Clarence the Mule and uh, hightails it back up to the ridge. Um, with his new library card, which is like yay big, in his funnel. And he comes upon Claire in her surgery with a whole bunch of bell jars and penicillin in different stages. And she's very distracted. She's taking notes. He walks in and he just stands in the doorway just watching her for a minute. And she doesn't even know he's there. And then all of a sudden she picks up something and he goes, <clears throat> and then she clumsily drops the bell jar. Oh, no! Jesus H. Roosevelt's crust! Oh. I'm sorry. Fergus, can I help you? Oui. Mother Claire. No, that's Claire, my lady. Thank mm -hmm. you. Ah, my lady. I have a question to ask. Have you come from the future? Good. I just said, um, so that means okay. we start with Janine. So he just asked her if she came from the future, and she said, um. Who? <laughs> well, that's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I. From. The. Future. But. I'm. Also. From. The. Now. We all should exist forever. 
not. Not. <laughs> the not not move. Just for. Just for. Ever. What? <laughs> you said me. I am so confused and a damn control freak. And that's a minute! <laughs> 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 what brought about this question? Also, I know that, I'm sorry, you've got me very by surprise. That answer makes no sense at all. So let me clarify. Um, yes, I'm from the future. Originally, I came back from Stone Cell and I met um, your adopted father quite by accident when I was being uh, pursued by a man who was not my then husband, but who looks like my then husband. Uh, that, long story short, I came back. Fergus knocks his hook on the door. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> right. Um, yes, yes, dear. I am from the future, as is Brianna. <gasps> the law! As is Roger. Sacre bleu! <laughs> I thought you might say that. <laughs> you saw correctly. What about Jamie? <laughs> no, 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 that's, time travel is like that, only some people are just normal humans, and some people summon weird blue light into their hands sometimes, and can um, heal people like a dog that heals cancer, and also touch, we, we touch the occasional stone surface only to find ourselves awaking in a different time. And also suddenly we flash, like to, we flash to Shabon. In her, <laughs> as this Ooh, is good, going over cut. and over and over Smash again. Smash cut, Julie. But you good. can still hear the vocal of Claire telling oh, the yeah, story yeah, yeah. while Shabon is threading her wool on all the different hooks with photos of Fergus and Jamie and Claire and Brianna and, and, and Roger and, and, and a deer <laughs> and a deer and Lizzie. And there's like three threads between Lizzie and the deer, and she just looks at it like I don't, I still don't get it. <laughs> and then she looks down at another corner of the wool more. And this one's, a, this one's a joke for the book readers. Uh, and, and she sees a pair of twins. Um, and she's like, no, I'm not even going to get into that. That's way too complicated. Let's go back to the deer problem. <laughs> and as she's looking closely at the photo of Lizzie and the credits deer and the three different colors of wool that connect them through like five different tacks, it fades back to Lizzie and the deer in the stable. And Lizzie is crying. As a deer. As a deer. Yes. And Bob as a human, not a deer. Crying. He says, what are we to do, my love? Perhaps this process is reversible. Let me try. And he leans down. He leans down and he puts his mouth on her creepy deer teeth. And then there's a, a, a flash of light and a puff of smoke. And we see 
a deer, and Lizzie weaves. And Lizzie goes, this is just too much. I cannot can, I didn't can, I will not can. Why it is that you must be a deer and I a lass. And when I am a deer, you are a lad. How are we ever going to make this work? Well, th- so if he's a deer now, he has to go into the future, right? Because then he'll become a human, because he turns into a human when he goes to the thing. I'm trying to solve this problem for them. <laughs> uh, it's a puzzle. And then, and then Bob says, he, Bob looks at the godlike voice that just spoke from the roof of the shed, and he says, <laughs> and, and Lizzie says, what I, what I think Bob meant to say was, none of that made any sense. Now I just sound like Daphne from Fraser. Um, uh, but I guess we could try. Bob, do you know what this man that we can't see who's probably wearing a red sparkly Santa hat, do you know what he's talking about? Blathering on about? And then, ba- ooh, ooh. And then Bob, uh, Bob uh, gives a quick grunt like this. Oh. And then uh, <laughs> rears back, hits the stable open. What? He like Kool-Aid mans through it? Kool-Aid mans through it. So Tra- he goes like, hur, yeah. Hur, yeah. <laughs> And it sounds like this. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he uh canters into the center of the stable. You really love the word canter. Well, because he's going to look over his shoulder now and uh look to Lizzie and go. <gasps> And Lizzie reaches out as if she had been born to do it and grabs his proffered left antler and he flicks his neck and she jumps on his back. And it starts to rain. Yes! And they go so fast. It's not a mere canter, it is a gallop. Do dear gallop. Yes. Yes. We're going with. They prance. They prance. Oh! They prance at great velocity. Like, um, like they're. Like their dad just told them to run from the hunter. This is a Bambi reference. So they, they're, they're prancing slash galloping slash running through the forest as rain licks Lizzie's face. And as her blonde hair that is not been washed in a while mm-hmm. starts to break free of whatever piece of rope she used to tie it together, she begins to feel free for the first time in her life. And as she looks up at the bright August moon, she goes, <laughs> Lightning crashes. And she turns into a deer. Yeah! <laughs> now they're just two deer in love. They're in the forest. And we see behind them, Marsley. <laughs> what standing the? behind Fergus. They, they came on Clarence the Mule. Oh. Standing with, sitting on Clarence with Fergus, looking at them, her mouth is just agape. And she said, I thought I'd seen everything, but Fergus, you have amazed me this time. Lizzie turned into a deer, and oh my god, oh I, now they're fornicated. <laughs> and it is hot. <laughs> So Fergus reaches over and untwists his hand. Oh, oh, okay. Slides the hand in the pocket and pulls out the dildo he always keeps. (laughs) Right hand pocket. 
and slowly twist it on, but he just doesn't know if he's in the right headspace. To take the time and, and effort he likes to give to Marsley. He, after all, he now knows that Claire is a witch. How does he tell her? But his wife's heaving bosom is directly in front of his face. What does Fergus do? He licks that tent. Yay! <laughs> and he says, Zutalo, my love. <laughs> Zutalo, mon ami. Guess what? And Marsley kisses him. What? I love you so much. I love you too. Guess what? What? Claire is a time traveler. She goes, oh, you mean you didn't know that? <laughs> Fergus slowly takes the dildo off. <laughs> Don't be like that. <laughs> Husband, you, you didn't, have you heard the songs they sing? They're, they're about space sometimes. They're about mm, doing the twist. They're about submarines. Um, submarines. <laughs> yes. That is a futuristic. That's that that and hoverboards. Those are the things that always indicate that someone has traveled from the future. I just assumed. Also, Claire. Every once in a while, just says out loud to herself. Wow, I wish I was in 1969 again. <laughs> I miss taking a shower. So I figured. She, she's no very subtle. She's no, no very good time to that one. Fergus shakes his head and he says, No, I thought you told me everything. Well, and slowly trudges back as Lizzie Deer and Bob Deer finish under the light of the August moon. <laughs> so that means that Marsley is distracted. So she can't really look at Fergus leave because she's too into what she's watching over here. True but love. Fergus, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Two people who used to be deer and then were used to be people but now they're deer. <laughs> Two people are making sweet passion love which over in the shade of a giant, what kind of trees they have in North Carolina? Pine. Pine tree? And Fergus just gonna walk away from this? Slowly pulls the tricorn hat out as he shakes his head and just keeps walking. The He's so clock. dispirited. Man. <laughs> and and Marsley makes herself a little, like, she, she, I'm assuming she's in tall grass. She sort of like pads down the tall grass to make herself a little nest. She settles in. I don't need to anyway. And she takes out of her spore? Yeah. Yeah. Her spore. A different dildo. Yay! Cut to 15 minutes and one audience thing left to go. Uh, we cut to Fergus. He's just sitting on his trundle bed. No, his, his hay tank mattress. Mm -hmm. Trundle bed. With furs. No, Germain sleeps in the trundle bed. Mm hmm. Um, that child never sleeps. Who are we kidding? Is he surrounded by children right now? Yes. He's <laughs> surrounded by children. They're all speaking French and attempting to kill each other. And he is just staring sadly at his library card. <laughs> I thought more knowledge would bring more joy instead of brought only pain. <laughs> and then in... And then the accordion starts playing. <laughs> 
I've got 99 problems, but ignorance isn't one. It's not one. <laughs> Marsley comes just, into the room, yeah. aglow. <laughs> but soaking wet, remember it's raining. Yes, just everything. Her hair is plastered, her bosom is heaving. She looks very satisfied. You can see the children look at her and I'll go, well, time to go. <laughs> And she snaps, and all the children scatter, because that is the appropriate response. She looks at Fergus dead in the eye, and she says, Fergus, your lack of observational skills are not my problem. If you wanted to know what was going on with the very strange woman we have loved with for nigh on a decade, <laughs> perhaps, you should have just taken your head out of your French arms and paid attention to the people around you. Now, I do not mind that you're testing with me. I mind that you left me alone in a field of hay while two beautiful deer <laughs> pleasure each other to pleasure myself. You have two choices. You know, I'm French. You have two choices. Husband, ye can. Get off your ass and high horse, your high ass, <laughs> and do some yeoman's work on my lady bits. Yes. My honeypot. <laughs> uh, or you can get out of my house, who's, who's, until I can stop being mad at you and also have another orgasm by myself. <laughs> you don't understand, that was the most majestic sight any lass has ever seen, and you left me to view it alone. Well, you know what, buddy? You're lost. Now get on your knees. <laughs> and Fergus just goes, we <laughs> Takes the hat off, drops to his knees, pulls her skirt up, and then the camera zooms up on Marsley's face as she nods to herself. Aye. This was a good day's work. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, mm -hmm. back in the surgery, Claire yeah, is yeah. picking up the pieces of uh, moldy bread that she dropped mm -hmm. um, and saying to herself, everyone's going to know now. Fergus <laughs> cannot keep a secret to save his life. Mm -mm. I'm not supposed to know any of his children's names. He told me them all. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm extremely tired. Do you have any idea how hard it is to sleep in this place when there are so many windows? It's never dark. Never. <laughs> Moonlight, sunlight, there's net, and I'm just constantly boning. I don't understand. But the problem is, Fergus is going to tell everyone. Jamie, and then the camera reveals that Jamie is hulking in the doorway, um, <laughs> like just with the, that, Boda. that extra big neck that Jamie Boda. got after she's Lats are in yeah. swole. Ugh. swole. And he's wearing something and says, Clear, dinner flash. No one will believe that Frenchman. <laughs> and Claire stands up with mold still on her hands and kind of looks down and nods and wipes her hand off and then just throws herself at him. And well, let's go to bed. <laughs> now we cut to 1995. Mm -hmm. Chabon. And Chabon. Chabon. Stone Circle. <gasps> and suddenly, out of nowhere, a woman with really well exfoliated hands materializes. She falls down. Oh. God, it never gets easier. And there's a man standing there waiting for her. He's holding a briefcase. What? Very first, I don't remember. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was the best timing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And I do comedy. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. The man quizzically looked at Sabon. Uh, Sabon. He raised one eyebrow. One eyebrow. Come on. What did you? One <laughs> eyebrow. And he said, Shabon, welcome to your future. Get ready, baby. <laughs> Shabon raises herself. Is that one? Or herself. herself. And says, Baby! <laughs> Dare you think me a baby? <laughs> I am not a baby! Never gets easier just like going through the show. Oh, God, I have hair in my mouth. Oh, it sucks so hard. And the man, he raises the other incredibly well sculpted eyebrow. <laughs> he can do both. They suck. He says, I know you for what you are. I now speak without my false American accent. And I say to you, Shabon, who has failed to secure the evidence I need and to reclaim my little poison-detecting necklace that you are the weakest link. <laughs> and the Saint-Germain picks up Siobhan's briefcase, and now he's got two briefcases, and he walks with the two briefcases back towards the city of Glasgow, present day. Well, 1995. 1995. So there's a lot of Delia so shit going on, and your groove is in the heart somewhere. A car drives by, and you can hear new kids on the block. Yes. Flaring through the windows. And he walks with his hot, his hot fox ass. God, why is he so hot? Evil face that's so hot, and he he walks into Glasgow, and he and he opens the door to a, a pub, and he says, "She has failed us again." And up at the bar, turns and looks at. What, what? The person at the bar turns slowly and looks at the concessionaire, and we see that it is... Frank! <laughs> what? Scorps? Scorps. Frank's... Frank... No, question. Huh? Frank alive? Frank dead? Ghost Frank? Time-traveling Frank? Which Frank are we talking about? We're talking of Frank, Ghost Frank. <gasps> There's a ghost at the he bar? He sees There's Ghost Frank? at the bar. Holy shit, Frank. that changes everything. That changes everything. I mean, we knew there were ghosts, but... And, and Frank says... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Frank's ghost. Frank's ghost Frank's says... Ghost. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, do you think that's acceptable to me? What? Frank's ghost is a mob boss? <laughs> he uh, sets down a glass, uh, but his hands are... Ghost glass. Ghost glass. <laughs> uh, and as he sets it down, the ghost glass disappears. <laughs> And he says, well, 
I guess it's time to start over. You dunce. We'll find her. If it's the last thing we do in the afterlife, which is eternal. <laughs> That's not a good closing line. We'll find her. <laughs> they are. In this life. Oh. Or the next. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe we actually had a resolution this time. Well, we had a cliffhanger. <laughs> yes, cliffhanger, but. We brought like three threads together. We, yes. We've got time. Preview. Preview. And then it says next week on Outlander. Uh, we see uh, Marsley sleeping it off because he really took her to town. <laughs> and uh. Fergus still sitting on the edge of the bed. Just you can tell he's thinking about things and really trying to put it all together. And like a child runs up and bucks with his knee and he just ruffles his hair absentmindedly. So Fergus in crisis maybe. And then he says to himself. I wonder if we will ever get horseless carriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see... Uh, trees rustling, leaves falling, the seasons are beginning to pass, and in the snow, fresh fallen small patch of snow, we see two uh, hoof prints. <gasps> two sets of hoof prints? Two sets of oh. close walking hoof, print, hoof prints. And then the camera moves closer, and we see... No! no! And then the last thing is we see Shabon, and she's just sitting at the stone circle, weeping into her hands, with fists full of yarn covered in her own urine. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. You're so hot. I tried. I peed on my walls for you. <laughs> I will have my revenge in this life or the next. What? Hey, that's it. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Oh my God! Good uh, job, you. Good job, you. Good job, you. Good job. Uh, good job to our Tula Card friends and our whatever that catchphrase is. Jay Sweepray. You guys, that Tommy was great. You are now operating in the grand tradition of tradition of people who come to see us do these things and then manage to consciously or unconsciously. Troll us a little bit when we need it. Because the first time we ever did a live fanfic, our friend Ruth's husband, we said, hey, does anyone have any questions? We're done now. And our friend Ruth's husband, Jimmy, uh, stood up and he said, I do. And he said, yeah, Jimmy. And he said, what's Outlander? <laughs> <laughs> and it was magical. I salute you both. Thank you. Um, that is the show. Thank you so much for coming and hanging yes. out with us on this incredibly terrible night. Um, Weather-wise, you are all great. <laughs> Uh, the world is a mess, but you are great. Great night, bad weather, bad existence. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podlet. I also recorded, by the way, this was recorded live, so you're going to be on a podcast, guys. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podlendercast. You can find us on Twitter at podlendercast. You can find us on Instagram at podlenderpresents and Sigford Jane and podlendercast. Right? Uh, and you can also find us on Patreon where we do uh, bonus episodes. We have a new bonus series called What Now? What now? Um, where we talk about a thing that he just makes us talk about. Um, <laughs> last week it was Christmas decorations, and it started by a, a long, awkward pause, and then somebody said, Mistletoe is creepy. Yeah, from there. it is. It is creepy. Um, anyway, that's patreon.com slash podlinerdrunkcast. Uh, and we want to thank all the patrons whose names I will read in the thing after this because I do not have my computer with me. Uh, but thank you for all of your support. And we will hopefully see you at another con. Stay safe, be well, commute safely. I hope you bought cool prints. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>